Welcome back to the Moving Picture Show. My name is Ella Grace Wolf, and I am your host. This is part two of Lola Ray's episode. And if you haven't listened to part one yet, then you should totally go check that one out. In that, we talked all about her role in Cheaper by the Dozen. Lola Ray is a 14-year-old actress who recently voiced the title character in Ainbow, Spirit of the Amazon. As always, please don't forget to follow The Moving Picture Show on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. It really, really helps me to be able to do more interviews like this. Now let's just get back into my chat with Lola. Okay, I would love to talk about Ainbow, Spirit of the Amazon. In this animated feature film, you voice the title character of Ainbow as she and her spirit guides fight to protect their home, which is the Amazon rainforest. Is that correct that you've never done voiceover before? Okay, it is not correct that I have never done it before, but it is correct that I've never done this big of a role. I've done like commercials and like smaller projects, but I've never done anything this big before. Yeah, I mean, you can't get any bigger than the title character in a feature film. Right? I mean, for this being one of your first voiceover jobs, that's insane. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot, but I was really excited and I I was so ready for this. Honestly, I think I was like born for this. Exactly. You were born to be Ainbow. You should have been named Ainbow as a child. Yeah, honestly, I should have. <laughs> How old were you when you uh, recorded this? Oh, that's a good question. I think I was like, I think I booked it when I was 11 and started filming it when I was 12. I okay. Think. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So not too like long ago. Yeah, like a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And how is, so since you are relatively new or were relatively new to voice acting, how was that a new challenge for you versus on screen? Mm. Well, you have to put all your emotions and all your life into your voice instead of being able to rely on like your facial expressions for on camera and like your body language kind of. So you really just have to make sure it all comes out of your mouth instead of your face and stuff. How do you, like, how do you usually act with your voice differently than when, what kind of distinct things do you do different? Well, it depends on, like, what you're doing. So, like, for emotions, you really, I don't know. That's a really good question. I've never actually paid attention to that. I just... I just do it and hope it sounds good and works. <laughs> hope for the best. Hope for the best. Just wing it, man. Just go. <laughs> just walk into the studio and wing it. Go, go. Exactly. That's what you get. Hopefully you like it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for casting me. I mean, that, that's what you get. <laughs> so how did this opportunity come about? Like, what was this process like? Okay, so it came about like any other audition, any voiceover, any self-tape thing that you do. So I, again, this was like a few years ago. I remember having to record it at home. So I recorded it and I did my best as you do for any audition. 
And then I kind of moved on to the next one, kind of forgot about it for a little bit. And then I got a call that I had a callback for it. And so I was like, oh, okay. And it was an in-person callback. So I had to go into like an actual studio and they had me do like dubbing for it a little bit. And they had me do a bunch of like efforts and say some of the iconic lines in the movie. And then it was actually like in a booth with like a big screen for it. And so I was like, oh, oh, so it's like, oh, a big deal. Okay, let's go, let's go me. And so that was really cool. And then not even like a week later, I got the call that I had booked it. And I was so excited, I was so pumped. I was like, that's right, let's go. I knew it. I knew I was going to be Aimbo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love that confidence just coming out of it and being like, yeah, yeah, I I did my best. I did. Yeah, and it was always going to be me. <laughs> it was always going to be me. <laughs> I had never thought about uh, callbacks for voiceovers, how that's different, how it's really like going into the booth. I never thought about that. Yeah, because sometimes they have like, for normal auditions, it's really just like the casting director and maybe a camera person. It's not that many people. But then when it comes to callbacks and like producer session and stuff, you have like producer, the writers, you know, all the head people. And it's it's a little nerve wracking, but, you know, just got to chill and just go in and do your thing and hope for the best. Were all those people there for your Aimbow callback? Um, no, I think maybe one person, one of the producers was there, but I really don't remember there being anyone else. Yeah, it's a little bit more, more intimate, more you can kind of, I guess, take more risks or feel a lot more comfortable than when there's like 10 people staring at you. Oh, that's so (laughs) nerve wracking. (laughs) It is. And uh, we kind of mentioned this before, but you playing a title character at any age at any level in your career is a huge deal mm-hmm. so what was it like to tell people for the first time and be like this is my next film and I'm playing Ainbo herself okay I'm not gonna lie I was a little nervous and I didn't know if I could say anything because sometimes for production you can't really say much otherwise you know you'll get in trouble and of course I didn't really want to get in trouble, so I, I, I like, kept it on the down low until it started, like, coming out in other countries and stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's my voice, guys. If you didn't know, it's coming here soon, so, yeah, that's me. I just recently started telling people, like, a year ago or something, and people got really excited and stuff, and so I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. Stop it. You're making me blush. <laughs> Did you call, once you found out you were able to to talk about it did you like call all your family members and everything oh yeah I mean obviously I mean my mom super proud of me my biggest supporter my biggest fan and so she was like the one to tell everyone when she got the go and so I was like oh okay (laughs) exactly my my mom is the exact same way always just any you could catch my mom at any time just saying saying everything about me exactly she's the one to spoil all your secrets doesn't matter what it is yeah gotta like like, really trust her you know yeah Yeah. oh my goodness Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the fun the cool thing with Ainbow is that it's an international film so it's 
between Peru and the Netherlands. And I believe that one of the directors had to call into the recording sessions, um, mm-hmm. wasn't able to attend them. So how was it different? And like, how was this international effort new and challenging or different for you? Oh, it was different because I was listening to like this guy that I didn't know. And I, w- okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know that he was supposed to be calling in when I first went in. And then I had only was, I was only listening to like the two people that were actually there in person, like physically there. And then all of a sudden I heard this random voice and I was like, hello. And then it spoke back to me and I was like, oh, okay. And so I was so confused. And then I ended up finding out that it was a Zoom call with Richard who worked in like, where was it? Peru, I think. I think he was from Peru and he worked in Peru. And so that was really cool. It was really fun. I got to spend like every single recording session talking to him and his daughter. Love them. Love them so much. They're awesome. And they just made it really great. How long was the, how many sessions did you go in for to complete the film? I think like a month and a half to like three months or something, like all together. And I think I went in like three to four times a week for it. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. There was a lot of dialogue, a lot of efforts, a lot of things that had to be done. But it was a full time job at that point. (laughs) (laughs) A full time, like I'm booked out for the next three months. Yeah, sorry guys, I can't hang out. I know I'm so popular, but like, (laughs) fun without me, man. You know, I'm just voicing a title character. You know, you can't. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just go have fun without me. (laughs) And after all this one and a half to three months of recording in the studio all the time, really getting to know your character, what was it like when you actually saw your character in her complete form, in the animated form? Ooh, it's kind of cool because when you're working on it, well, when I was working on it, at least, they didn't have like all the animation done. And so sometimes I was bald. I was bald (laughs) in the animation. And so I was like, oh, okay. And sometimes I would just like, wasn't there at all. And so I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, you kind of have to like use your imagination and like improvise and how to make the character yours and like bring it to life. But it was really cool to see it like all done. The animation is beautiful in there and it actually won a couple awards in different countries for like best animated film I think yeah congratulations thank That's you so exciting. yeah it's really fun yeah so it's come out in a few other countries it's already come out in theaters or uh and but it's coming to the United States this fall correct yes yes I believe this in fall. theaters this fall fun so yeah. how was that to hear about your film from viewers in all all around the world when you have you seen the completed film yet I have not seen the film yet but I know someone that has seen it is actually one of my mom's friends that uh was on a plane it's on an airline apparently <laughs> somewhere in like Dubai I think so that was really that was really random to hear, but it was like really cool. Yeah, that's so exciting. Just to be, I don't know. That's that's so exciting. So have I don't you, know. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna 
when it comes out in the United States, like, what are you most excited for? Ooh, most excited for people to like it. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, everyone has their own opinion, but I really hope people will like it. And I'm really excited for them to see, like, the amazing animation and for people to finally support the Amazon. And yeah, you know, it's kind of like going through its struggles in you know reality and so they're kind of putting it into the sh the movie the show the movie so yeah yeah well so this film kind of shows logging and illegal mining as the enemy to the amazon rainforest and your character has to kind of defend her home mm -hmm. and i personally i'm a big environmental activist and so i personally think it's really important for this kind of stuff to be shown in children's films and in uh, films in general, but especially for the younger generations. And so why do you think that it's important for these environmental issues to really be shown to these younger kids? Well, I mean, we only have one earth, so we got to take care of it, you know? And, you know, children, we are the future. So you got to really just Girl boss your way through it and just make sure that you take care of your planet because you only have one. And if it's gone, it's gone for good. So really just do your best and take part in making sure you kind of lessen global warming and lessen all this illegal mining and logging that is going on. 100%. I completely agree with that. I think that a lot of kids are kind of like shielded from issues, not only environmental issues, but lots of different types of issues. Um, and so that's, I find it really important that we're bringing these issues to the forefront and being like, this is actually something you need to kind of be raised with having in mind. Yeah, it needs to be shown more. And I think that showing it well, I mean, like, it's not in a harsh way. So it's very kid appropriate to show it in the way that it's being shown. And so I think it's really important that it's finally brought to the younger generation. How does it feel for you to be a part of this movement? Honestly, it feels great. I, I don't know. I kind of like feel empowered a little bit to be the one to show this and like, bring it forward, you know? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely feel empowered. That's that's so exciting. And I am so excited for this film to come out and for people to be able to go see it in theaters. That is super exciting and I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> and to finish off our interview, we are going to, I'm going to ask just kind of an overall question. So what advice would you give to actors who are just starting out in their career? Okay, well, everyone has their own path. So whatever path you're going on is the one meant for you. And just know that when one door closes, another one opens. You just can't give up, you know. Who cares if you got rejected that one time? There's gonna be plenty other options. There's gonna be plenty other opportunities. And there's all, everything happens for a reason. So, you know, just keep going. I completely 100% agree with that. That is so true. 
Thank you so much, Lola, for talking to me. I love you. You are <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I have loved getting to know you over the last hour or so. <laughs> I am so glad that you could come on the show. And I just can't wait to see what you do next. I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. I love, I love interviewing with people that are my age. It's great. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me.